Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? Oh, come on, give it up for the mega choir. Amen. I tell you, the choir is going places. Amen. If you have to join, join quickly. Because very soon, the door will be closed. If you want to join the film stars, join quickly. Because there is a door. Tell somebody there is a door. And the door is still open. So enter before it's too late. Hallelujah. I bless the Lord. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. We thank God for bringing us back. Amen. Last weekend, we were in the Bay Area. Amen. It's considered the area where 10% of the wealthiest people in this world live. We actually went to Facebook. We went to Apple. We went to Google. I tell you, that's where the richest people live. Amen. But the blessing, I'm rich. Amen. But the blessing is we also have six churches in that area. Amen. So as the money is going up, the churches are also increasing. Because men need to be saved. That's as they were showing us. Men need to be saved. If we don't get involved in evangelism, you realize that we are just here and we are wasting our lives. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. So Reverend Henry Asaridia, who came here a while back, I had a program in his church. Amen. Amen. Friday, we had a prophetic encounter service. And I tell you, it was something else. The same anointing that you don't like, it was overflowing. Hallelujah. The same words that when I, I gathered the shepherds and I'm speaking to them, I mean, it came to the point they had to come and sack us. Because they were enjoying it too much. Can I have an amen? amen? I believe that God has blessed us with something great. Amen. And Sunday also we were there. Amen. And what a joy it is. Hallelujah. To see that God is working everywhere. And it's one church. You feel so much at home. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Amen. I believe that when you are traveling, let us know so that we can tell you. If you are going to China, if you are going every part of the world. It's just a matter of a phone call to our pastor there. Tell them that one of my guys is coming to your area. Your accommodation, everything will be taken care of. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? This is why you belong to a big family. Amen. So don't separate yourself from what God is doing. God is doing something great. Hallelujah. And I tell you that people are working. And we would also continue to work. Amen. amen. Are you excited to be here before the king of glory? It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Lift up your hands and begin to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. The psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Just lift up your voice and bless him. Bless Jesus. Bless him. Bless him. Thank him. Thank the king of glory. Thank the king of glory. Tell him you want to just want to be with him. You just want to be with him. Oh, God, we want to be in your presence, your presence, your presence. We want to come before you, O oh God. We want to come before you, O oh God, with a sincere heart. Just talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord to cleanse you and, and give you a heart to receive the word. Bible say that a sower went forth and sowed seeds. Some fell on the rock. Some fell on rocky ground by the wayside. But pray that to, this afternoon, the word that is coming forth, it will fall on a fertile ground. Pray that your heart will be fertile. Pray that your mind will be fertile. Pray that the word of God will have its impact in your life. Oh, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you will have your own way, Lord. 
We pray that you would have your own way. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Lord, you are welcome in this place. Lord, you are welcome. Oh, in this place. Oh, Lord, you are welcome. Oh, in this place. Have your own way. Have your way. Welcome him into this place. Lord, you are welcome. Lord, you are welcome. Oh, in this place. Oh, Lord, you are welcome. Oh, in this place. Hey, Lord, you are welcome. Oh, in this place. Have your own way. Oh, send your anointing. Send your anointing. Send your anointing. Send your anointing. Oh, in this place. Send your anointing. Send your anointing. Oh, in this place. Send your anointing. Oh, in this place. Ah, your heal and deliver. Heal and deliver. Heal and deliver. Heal and deliver. Oh, in this place. Heal and deliver. Oh, in this place, heal and deliver. Oh, in this place, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Oh, just release yourself to the Lord. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill our life, fill our heart. Have your own way, have your own way. Oh, lift up your hands, darling. Have your own way, have your way. Oh, have your own way, have your way. Oh, we commit our gathering to you. Have your own way. Holy Spirit. Oh, fail. Oh, one more time. One more time. One more time. Have your own way. Have your way. Oh, tell the Lord. Have your own way amongst us this morning, Lord. Have your way. Oh, we come to you. We come to you. We come to you, Holy Spirit, fill our heart and have your way. Heavenly Father, have your own way amongst us. For many have come to you because they know that you are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. For none can be likened unto you. You are the one that holds, O oh God, our end, Lord. Therefore, O oh God, this afternoon we stand before you, Lord. We say, have your own way in our lives. Have your own way in our homes. Have your own way in our health. Have your own way in our finances. Have your own way in every aspect of our lives, O oh God. We ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of your word. May the eyes of our understanding be enlightened as we behold wondrous things out of your law. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, we bless you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Shall we have our seat? Amen. Let's have our seat. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell somebody sitting by you, I'm glad you are sitting by me. And fill the empty space in front of you. Very important. If there's an empty space in front of you, just fill it. We bless the Lord for what he is doing. Amen. Yeah, you can sit down. Yeah, because there's an empty space. Just fill it. Hallelujah. What a joy it is to be here. Amen. Aren't you excited you are here? Something great is happening. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't limit yourself to the back. Oh. 
Don't limit yourself to the back at all. If you stay too much in the back, uh, when something is coming, they will catch you first. Amen. Hallelujah. Something can catch you first, but nothing will catch you. The Holy Spirit will catch you. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel so excited and I feel so blessed to be in the presence of the Lord. Today I want to share a very simple message. Amen. Hallelujah. The Healing Jesus campaign just ended in Uganda. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Many miracles, signs, and wonders. I was listening to one of our uh, bishops in Kenya, Bishop Obi. He went to Uganda with some of his members, just paid, and then they went to the place. And yesterday, he had a service taking testimonies. And one of the, the, one of the church members, a, a lady who was sharing a testimony, and she was in tears, that she went to that campaign, not knowing what she had. They found a mass in her breast. And her mom is already struggling with a special needs child. And so she didn't want to add that problem. She found that when she went to first year in college, she didn't want to add that problem to her mom's problems already. So she kept it to herself. And when she went for the Healing Jesus campaign, she only went there to go and see. And not only did God do a great miracle for her, before she left, she went to take an exam that she did not think that that exam she would pass. I mean, in actual fact, she went blank in the exams room and she went to this campaign and then there she got a touch from the Lord and they examined her and the mass was gone. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And she was saying that she had another auntie and as she went forward to give a testimony and Bishop was praying for her, she was praying for that auntie. She called and that auntie also, she has been healed. Amen. Can I have an Amen. Only to come back, to come and find out when she came back, she, her name was in the people, was added to the people who passed that test. She is part of the people who have passed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not knowing that as she is gone, God was working it out. Because if God can raise the dead, God can cause you to pass a test. If God can raise the dead, God can cause your situation to be solved. God can take care of your immigration situation. God can take care of your barren situation. You just seek him and you purpose in your heart that I would go all out for God. Can I have an amen? amen. And as she was crying, I was sitting in my chair and then myself, I, I felt touched. Hallelujah. And multiple people who just went with their bishop to the Healing Jesus campaign, they went and then they have been healed. Can I have an amen? amen? So great things are happening. Many people being healed and many people being transformed. I tell you, we serve a great God. Hallelujah. This morning I want to talk to us about church growth and you. Tell somebody church growth and you. Oh, say it again. Church growth and you. Hallelujah. Tell them that it's good that you are here. Tell them it's good that you are here. Since you are here, church growth is possible. Oh, say it with, with joy. Tell them that it's good that you are here. And since you are here, church growth is possible. Hallelujah. I titled my message, Church Growth and You. Amen. And I believe that God is building his church. You see, one of the most important things that God is doing is he's building his church. And when somebody has a very important project, amen, once you get involved in that very important project, immediately or all of a sudden, you become a darling boy or a darling girl. Can I have an amen? amen? When somebody is doing something that is special to them, and then you put your hands to come and help them to do that thing, all of a sudden, that person takes interest in everything that you do. And this is the key. God is building his church. He is the one who is building his church. And if we can be part of the building 
church of God, God would suddenly become interested in us. He will become interested in your marriage. He will become interested in your children. Your children who have left home, God will bring them back. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. And so this morning or this afternoon, I want to present to us that we must be occupied with the work of God. In Luke chapter 14, the master put forth a big banquet. And Bible says that he bade many to come. And people began to give excuse. One said that I just bought myself a land and I must go and look to it. Another said that I just married a wife. And because I'm married, I must go and try her on our honeymoon. Hey, another said that, you know, I bought myself oxen. I need to go and attend to them. Men were using the blessing that God has given to them to actually tell God that this is the reason why I'm not going to join to build your church. Is it possible that God has given you something and you are refusing to use it to build this church? But Bible says that the Lord was so furious. I was hoping that projection team, you will put the verse up. Amen. The Lord became so furious. And when he got so furious, he said that go to the highway, go to the street. And he says that Anakazo compelled them to come into my house. Because you see, God does not want his church to be empty. Look 14, about 24, 20, thereabouts. Just look for it and put it up. See, I don't want my house to be empty. God does not want his house to be empty. When we come to church and we turn around and we see empty chairs, that's why we're saying somebody passed 22 people to church. 22 people. 22 people. How many people did you bring to church? You yourself and... Even you cry if the Lord did not help you, you would not have been here. Amen. Are you still here? He said, the Lord said unto the servant, he said, that go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be what? Filled. God wants his house to be full. I said, God wants his house to be what? To be what? Full. And when God sees that his house is empty and we are not going out to go and bring people in, God gets angry. You may think that it's your singing that pleases God. But it's not your singing. When you bring somebody to church or you, you actually convert somebody to come to the house of God, God is excited about it. He said, God, he said that, you know what? God, he said, the people who were invited for the initial party, they gave excuses. And then he said, now go. Everybody you meet on the road, talk to them. Tell them to come in because my house needs to be full. That is why I know that as for church growth, God is going to grow his church. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? How many of us believe that God is going to grow his church? God is going to grow his church. God is going to bring people to build his church. God is going to release giftings and talents for his church. But if we are wise, it's not that God needs us. Oh. God, he doesn't need us. He doesn't need us. It is in our own interest to join what God is doing. That he may bless us. One of the greatest keys to a blessing is doing the work of God. That's why David said, I once was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Then he said, it is true, my friends. It is a true saying that no good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. Once you do the work of God, God will not withhold anything good from you. If it is good health, God will give it to you. If it is blessing, God will bless you. If it's good children, God will give you good children. If your children need scholarship, they need favor, God will give it to you. Put your hands to the plow. Hallelujah. God is building his church. And as God is building his church, he's counting on you to be a part of the project that he may bless you. You can decide to take yourself out. Hallelujah. But if you take yourself out, regardless of what you do, God is going to build his church. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. Matthew 16 and the verse 18. Quickly. 
Matthew 16 and 18. And I say also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This is after Peter had the revelation of who Christ is. He said that you are Christ, the son of the living God. Then he says that what? Thou art what? Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gate of what? Hell shall not prevail against it. Let me show you one thing that the Lord showed me. The church of God is not built in the church. He said, thou art Peter. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. The gate of hell is not in the church. The gate of hell is out there. When somebody is already, we cannot only focus our, 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 our strategies and our plan to grow the church inside the church. Because as you are here, you have come to church. This is not the place you are coming to grow the church. The gate of hell is out there. That is the kingdom of Satan. That is the place we must go and win the souls and bring them into the house of the Lord. The gate of hell is out there. We must go out there so that the gate of hell will not prevail. In the church, eh? If the presence of God is truly here, the gate of hell, Satan and his demons cannot operate here. I'm preaching a good message. Encourage me with your faces. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? I say the gate of hell is not here. If the presence of God is here, Satan has no chance. When we come and stand here, we are praying about 10,000 radios around the church. Every demonic powers, we tear them down. We come here to pray. Friday, we were here praying for what? From 10 to 2 a.m. As we are praying, you think that Satan can come close? He's even afraid. Jesus said that I'm building my church and the gate of hell will not prevail. That is why we must begin to focus on building the church out there having the basentes and having the cell groups, making it work because that is the place where you can bring somebody, you invite somebody to your house in a meeting and the person give their life to Christ. That is when the person knows that when they go out there, the gate of hell, Satan is going to tempt them. Then you encourage the person. Then there is a change in the person's life. That is where God sees that truly that you are helping him build his church. Can I have an Amen. Because a lot of you as I'm preaching, it's not like this verse, you have not seen it before. Actually, you even have a, a deeper revelation than what I'm giving to you. Tell somebody, the church is not built in the church. The church is built out there. Where the gate of hell is. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So we must build a church, brother Alan. We must build a church. So that the gate of hell... We cannot prevail against it. That is the only way we can actually see that God is with us. Because every time somebody comes to this place, they feel that they are in a safe area. Some people came with a lot of depression. As they entered here, it has cooled down a little bit. But you will not take it back home. I say you will not take it back home. If God is here, you will not take it back home. You'll be the rock upon which I'll build my church. Hallelujah. It is important that we build. There are blessings that comes with building the church of God. You see, Peter was some, some way guy. Every time Peter would speak up. Tell me the guy, he was just, he, he just liked the things of God. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 18, quickly. Luke 18, 28. The same Peter. Luke 18, 28. Then Peter said, lo, we have left all and followed thee. Hey! See, we have left all. We have left our husbands. We have left our wives. We have left over time. We have left everything and we have come to follow you. Hey, look at what Jesus told him. Next verse, please. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto thee, or unto you, There is no man, tell somebody there is no man, who has left his house. See, sometimes when you are leaving your house to come for choir rehearsals alone, you are complaining. When you are leaving your house, but when you are leaving your house to go to work, you believe you can fly. So you go like, whoo, whoo, because you know that at the end of the day, you'll be rewarded. What a shock. 
said there is no man that has left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake. Next verse. Who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting? Which means that when you join to build the church of God, there is a blessing for you in this life and the life that is to come. There is a blessing that you will receive. Your effort will not be in vain. God knows that you are building. God knows that you are sacrificing yourself. You are leaving your wife. You are leaving your mom. You are leaving your parents and you are coming to the house of God just to build the church of God, God will take care of your own. There is a reward. You travel long, you see, when we went to the Bay Area, one of the things that we noticed was, it is so common for somebody to drive one hour, one and a half hours to come to church. The pastor lives one hour away from church. The other Reverend Henry will say, it's two hours. So when we get up in the morning, we say we are going to church. It's two hours drive. And people are coming, midweek services, they are there. When they are having meetings, they are there. It's like, it, it has become like a culture. Nobody will leave anything and come after God. And God will just look at you. Everything that you have been crying about, you have been weeping about, you just build the church of God. Put your hands to the plow and God will take care of it for you. If you like, try God. Hallelujah. He will prove himself to you. He said there is a blessing. There is a blessing when you join the laborers to build the house of God. There is a blessing, a manifold blessing. Hallelujah. In this time, if you want to drive a good car, in this time you can drive a good car. Tesla. Yeah. You can drive it. I say you can drive it. I say you can drive it. You can live in a mansion. Zero dollars. You owe zero on it. It is possible. Oh, it is possible. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching a prosperity message. I'm telling you the secret to become prosperous. I'm not saying that open your mouth and receive blessing. You have to work. Things just don't happen. Tell somebody things just don't happen. Hallelujah. They just don't happen. Say, you are there, you are chilling as a new car appear. You are joking. Go and ask all the brethren who are here. They work really hard. Are you still here? Hallelujah. So there is a blessing that comes. There is also a curse. If you work for the Lord, you join to build the church of God. My brother, my sister, there is a blessing for this life here and the life that is to come. And there is also a curse. In Haggai chapter 1, the people said that it was not time to build the house of God. Pull, pull it up for us. It was not time to build the house of God. And the Lord said that, ah, you are saying that it is not time to build my house. But it's time for you to build your own houses and live luxuriously and do good things for yourself. I will show you where power lies. Are you still here? Is it time for you, for, for you all ye, to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie waste. It's like, is it time for you to do things for yourself and my, my church? My church. Sometimes when we come to church and we even we see something spoiling in the church of God, you don't even care about it. Some of us go to the restroom and behave like bushmen and women. Something you will not do in your own house. You do it in the house of God. You are part of the people who are saying that it's not time to build the house of God. Just throw things anywhere. Just anything, anyhow. We ought to be careful. Look at what he's saying. Go to the next verse. He said that, Now therefore, that saith the Lord of hosts. This is the Lord that is saying. He said, consider your ways. You have said that you are not going to join the people to build the church of God. He said, consider your ways. Next verse, quickly. 
a lot. We read. He said that you have sown much and bring in little. You work over time. Hey, you work and work and work and work. At the end of the day, when the money comes, it's very little. But ye have not enough. He said, ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. You are always drinking. Every time you are thirsty. Hey, keep drinking and drinking. drinking. You just drank two liters. After that, then you still feel that you are thirsty again. What a shock. He said, you also clothe yourself, but you do not stay warm. You only go and earn money to come and put it in pockets full of holes or bags full of holes. That when your paycheck comes and then you take the money, you put it in your pocket. As you are walking, the money is falling and somebody is picking it up, picking it up. How many of us have found strange money on the floor before? That person was walking with pocket full of holes. Are you still here? And on and on and on and on and on. But when the people repented, Bible says that the Lord stirred it up in their heart and then they came to build the church of God. And when the Lord stirred it in their heart and they came to build the church of God, the blessing began to flow. Whatever they needed, the Lord began to pour it into their lives. I'm telling you, stir it up in their hearts. Don't just sit down and just don't just be there. It is not okay just to come to church Sunday to Sunday and enjoy good music and go home and you say you have come to church. The Lord is not happy with us. The Lord is not happy with us. Put your hands to the plow. Can I have an amen? Amen. It doesn't matter your age, you know. It doesn't matter your age. All of us will be judged. We have young men and women in the church. Prayer intercessors need people. It's only the, our mothers in the church who said they want to join prayer intercessors. Sure. Are you still here? Yeah. I'm enjoying the cool. Tell somebody, enjoy the cool. Tell them this word is powerful. Are you still here? Do not. Let me show you four things you must do. How you can join, build the church. What you must do. Things we must do to help him build. Or how we can join God building. Amen. I want to encourage us. When you come to church, it's not a time to fold your hands. Or you have to take notes. It's very, very important. Yeah. Let's try. Notebook, a pen, or take notes on your iPad. That is the only way that we grow. Can I have an Amen. I believe that we, we must all grow to the point where the word of God is like, we can easily talk to somebody about it. So I encourage us, very, very important, as we grow in the Lord, we must take notes and we must remember the verses and all those things and the Lord will help us. Amen. Hallelujah. Things you must do. Number one, be a functioning church member. Or become a functioning church member. When we say something is functioning, the thing is working. The thing is useful. Can I have an amen? Be a functioning church member. There is an unbiblical way of becoming a member. Hallelujah. We are biblical. We are Christians. So we look at the biblical as an unbiblical way of becoming a member. Just like I was saying the last time. When you decide to go and be a member in a YMCA, what happens? You pay a fee. And then once you pay the fee, they take your fee. Now, you qualify to be served. People serve you. You go, you swim. Whatever you do in the water, you leave. And then somebody else would come and to clean up after you. This is the world's mind of becoming a member of a thing. Hallelujah. Are you still here? That's the world, how the world sees it. It's what can be done for me. No longer what you can do. Hallelujah. It's no longer you being accountable for something. But it's like you just do the thing and then you go. But it's like you are, you are paying people to get benefits and perks and then all those things. That is how the world thinks about membership. And if you have been a member of any secular organization, that is how it is. Some people become members of something like last time I was saying that when we were growing up. 
some of our parents friends they say you know what i have to go and pay my dues at the church so that when i i die the church will bury me hey the reason for their membership to the church is that when they die the church will bury them they have missed the point how many of us have heard that thing before that I, I'm, I'm part of the church so that when I die, the church will bury me. You have missed it. That is the way the world sees membership. Hallelujah. But when it comes to the house of God, when you become a member, it is what can I do to advance the kingdom? You no longer see that when you pay offering and you pay tithe. It's like sometimes when you pay offering and you pay tithe, you think that you are doing the pastor a favor. You no longer see it that way. But you know that it is your God-given assignment. Can I have an amen? I tell you, God is counting on us. That we want to serve, not to be served. We want to give up our life. Not that people will give up their lives for us. That's why when you're a member of a place and you go, sometimes the way you even talk to the management, you know, I pay money, I don't pay money for anything, you know. I came here to come and swim and the water is so cold. And then, you know, yourself comes and then you begin to manifest. Tell somebody, be a functioning member of the church. Tell them, be a functioning member of the church. Hallelujah. It's more service instead of being served. It's no longer my right. Hallelujah. But your responsibility. So what is my responsibility? What am I supposed to do? It is no longer entitlement, but a sacrifice. Hallelujah. What can I sacrifice to make somebody's life better? That's what I'm saying. Now. The church of God is not built in the church. It is built at the gate of hell. So if we come to church and in the church we are fighting, we have missed it. So we are here, we are fighting. Who is going to lead a solo? Hey! Or who is going to play? Or who is going to be the chief usher? Or who is going to be the film stars director? We have missed it. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? This is a good message. God wants us to put our hands to the plow. If you are sitting here and you have nothing doing in the church, I suggest to you, find something and do because God is not happy with you. And if our actions also drive people out of the house, he said that go and compel them. That is the word we call anakazo. 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 Compel them to come in. Compelling means that force them. That's why somebody will come and pack a bus and say that, bro, today we are going to church. Say, I don't have clothes. He has spare clothes. Open clothes at the back. I don't have clothes. He said, I have a nice t-shirt for you. Wear it. Let's go. As for the pants and the shoe, it doesn't matter. We've had many testimonies like that. Are you still here? So be a functioning member of the church. Serve. It's no longer entitlement. But I am here. It's that like we have come. Rev, what do you want us to do? We need people in the technical team. We need film stars. You see, as film stars, the the people who are going to act, they were the ones who are trying to move pulpit. And there has to be a crew that takes care of arrangement of chairs and then all those things. We are getting there, but you need to get involved. You have to be involved. We need people for evangelism. A church that does not go out to win souls is a dead church. A church that does not pray. We need people for prayer intercessors. I mean, the choir is going. Prayer warriors must rise up and beat them. Because that's the ministry for defense. Yeah. If anything would attack the choir, you people should have blocked them before it even comes into the choir. You stop the demons before they actually begin to lie. Because remember that Lucifer, Satan, he was actually a musical man, so he likes the choir. But before they come in, every prayer warrior has taken care of one choir member and one instrumentalist. 
Get involved. Get involved. Put your hands to the plow. God is building his church. It will not take your effort. That is why when you are, something is suggested to you to do, it is not your effort. So do not expect men to applaud you. It is God. He said that you are Peter. Upon you, I will build my church. Not that Peter will build the church. God is building his church. When you get involved, God will build his church. He will give you new ideas. He will give you new plans. He will give you new strategies. He will cause you to understand what you are doing. You must believe it. It's God who is building his church. I've just been brought here to come and lead you. But as for God, I mean, if I decide I'm not going to preach again, you will be surprised how many preachers will come up. That is why never walk away from a gift that God has given to you. Hallelujah. Are you still here? You have gone home. So what is the first point? A functioning member of the church. I'm going to make you a basonta leader. You can bus people to church. This guy can bus people to church. This small muscle that you see here is strong, strong. This guy, don't try him. Don't try. One time we were moving, and then this guy came to help. He almost killed me and Pastor Hans. Some heavy thing. When we picked it, I said, bring it. We were at the top. He says, uh, the thing was coming. We were falling. The guy said, bring it on. Don't joke with him. He's strong. Don't mind the body. Mind the engine. He can do the work of God with the same strength, with the same mind. Follow up people. Pick up people from the south side, east side. Drive and go and bring people to church. That's why I'm saying that the church is built at the gate of hell, not in the house of God. There's very little we can do here. There's very little you can do here. As you are here, I mean, everybody, when you look at everybody's face nicely, they claim they are saved. So what else are you going to do for them? I'm saying claim, just in case. Uh-huh, because we cannot say for sure. Are you still here? So be a functioning member of the church. I want people to join evangelism. People to join the prayer. People to join the shining stars. Join the choir. Join the hymn squad. The technical team. We need to build a whole entire technical team. People doing a video. People doing sound, people doing projection all in one thing. And working together to accomplish the task of God. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? Number two, write it down. So first one is what? Be a functional. Number two, use your talent. Use your talent. Hey, Pastor, me, I don't have a talent, though. Hey! Everyone has a talent. Can I have an amen? Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. Everyone has a talent. You cannot say that you don't have a talent. See, sometimes they tell you, you lead prayer. Say, Pastor, me, me, I can't lead prayer. But at home, the way you shout at your husband, hey, Randy, hey, Randy, come here. Hey, Randy is a prayer voice. I say that, hey, Randy, is a prayer voice. Yeah. That hey Randy is a prayer voice. That is the prayer voice. Say, me, me, I can't pray. There's there are people who do prayer. Is that they go like robotobo? Me, I just go like it doesn't work. No, that when you get angry, the way you shout at your husband, the way you shout at your wife, the way you shout at your children, that hey Randy, I said is the prayer voice. Sometimes you can scream at your children, they get confused because they've never heard their mother singing in falsetto before. But when you got angry, you began to sing in falsetto. It is a gift. Tell somebody, hey Randy, it is a prayer voice. I say everybody has a talent. Yeah. Everybody. Nobody here can say that they don't have a talent. He said, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. In other versions, he said that he gave them talents. To one, he gave five. To another, he gave two. 
to another he gave one. And he said that every man according to their ability. You may not play instrument the way somebody will play instrument. But I tell you, you also have something. You also have something. And I tell you, I had a choir member, only her smile brought over 20 something people to the choir. Just professional auto backer. She never thought to lead a song. She's always standing there. Her joy and her dance and her moves. That is for people think that ah, this choir has something that I don't have. Every time when I see their joy, I want to. That's why choir members, you must be excited when you are singing. Don't look depressed when you are singing. You must be excited. Look at the instrumentalists. They play with feelings. They play with feelings. You got to sing with feelings. You have to sing with feelings. I'm a music man, so it's only them I can pick on. Maybe if I come to you, you tie your face and you lock your jaw. So I won't come to you, but I'm preaching. Use your talent. Every man according to their abilities. Everybody has a talent. Use the talent for the kingdom of God. Use your talent. Some of us, when it comes to actually arranging chairs, you know, I'm looking for somebody to do a backdrop. Just every, like, you come and then there's a backdrop. Something is happening different. I mean, decoration and all those things. Ability to create good sound. Ability to decorate the place. God has given us the talent. It's God who is building his church. So if God is building his church, there is somebody sitting here that God has given that gift to. I'm telling you. Everything that God puts in our hearts, there's somebody here who can do it. Say, me, me, I want to sit down and observe. God is not happy with you. Oh, I'm preaching a good message. Are you still here? Don't think that when I went to Oakland, I was preaching a cool message. Oh. Fire. Fire for fire. Because the things of the kingdom, they are important. That's why he said, he gave gift every man according to his ability. Rejection team, flow, flow. Every man according to his, what? Ability. What is it that God has given to you? It's not every gift that men should see. Amen. Some gifts are used at the background. They are organizing People are working things out. See, those of us who come upstage every time you see us, we, our, our, our talent, when they put price on it, it is low scale. Because you get reward from men. So the, hey, Sister Kiki, your song was nice. So they say, oh, me, the Lord, since I started singing at six, six, six years, you just took your blessing. But somebody who has been cleaning the bathroom, who is even ashamed to let somebody know that when they came the bathroom, there was some mighty adult inside. And then they had to take care of it. They are even ashamed. They are the ones who when they appear before God, he will say that, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Everybody has a gift. Ask the person sitting by you, what gift do you have? Eating is not a gift. Because everybody can eat. Tell me, me my, my gift is to go for eating competitions. We don't do eating competitions in the house of God. We build a church. Are you still here? Use your talent. Everybody has a talent. How do you know you have a talent? Anything that you do effortlessly. When you see our sister pray singing, it's like there are no controls in her throat. Like the vocal cord, she can stretch it out. You try and see. You can end up in the ear. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you too, you have something. Maybe you too, you have, you have the ability to act. You have the ability to do something. Maybe you can be part of something that, you know, is it, it, somebody, you know, nobody knows. Maybe you are an IT guy. Maybe you can work on the data. Maybe you are, you are a dancer like this guy now. He brings all the women to singing stars. The guy who shared his testimony because he's a dancing star. Maybe you have some moves. Brother Emmanuel, maybe you have some moves. Maybe you should join the dancing stars. 
You look like you can dance. Yeah. Use what you have to advance the kingdom of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Anything that you do effortlessly, you don't need effort. So it's like when you pick up the mic, the song, it just flows. God brings you ideas. It's like anytime you walk into the church, God is constantly giving you ideas. Do not put that thing away. You may be the only person God is giving those specific ideas to. God is leading you. I mean, it disturbs you that when you come to church, things don't look right. It disturbs you. Talk about it. Come and talk about it. Maybe God has given you the, the whatever your eyes see, God has given you the ability to fix it. That is how you know. There are some people also who are forcing. And God will give grace to those who are forcing. Can I have an amen? God will give grace. Number three. Write it down. We're going to finish. Number three. Have the mind to work. God is building. And so if you have to join the laborers. You must have the mind to work. How many of us have worked with a group of people and they are lazy before? It's like, yeah. Hey, you have worked with a group of people. Come, come, come and share with us. Uh-huh. Well, I did project in class and like, I'm in a group of a bunch of people. They just let me do the work while they talk. So they let you do the work while you talk. Talk, talk. They, they talk, they talk. Okay. They talk. So he he can feel it. How old are you? Twelve. He can feel it when lazy people are surrounding him. Hey! We don't ever want to hear your mother complaining that he gave you something and you were like, you know, because it looks like you're a hard worker. We don't want to hear that. You're working on a project with people and it's like you are the only one who is doing all the work. And at the end of the day, when the 100% comes, you, you see, like a team, when they go and play soccer, the people who are reserves, who never kick the ball, when they win, they are the ones who run to the field first because they are the ones who have the most energy. The people who finish playing, they are like, it takes them a while to actually understand that they just won a medal. What a shock. Are you still here? Hey! Tell somebody you have to have the mind to work. You need a mind. So number one is what? Be a functioning member of the church. We refuse that you just don't do anything. Uh, Mr. Clark, you have to go back to the technical team from today. Capish? <laughs> I'll go back. Mrs. Clark, release him. Because uh-huh. a lot of times the excuse will be the, the wife that you gave me. Is that not the same excuse Adam gave? Uh-huh. Adam said that the wife that you gave me, now you have permission from your wife. You can work. Are you still here? The mind to work. In Nehemiah, chapter 4 and the verse 6. When God sees that we have the mind to work, God will give us more ideas and more places to work. So I'm, I'm believing God that we start three churches this year. I say I'm believing God that we start three churches this year. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. It means that everything that you see here must be replicated or duplicated in another church. Instrumentalists will be part of that church. Singers will be part of that church. There will be film stars in that church. Don't worry about this number. It will grow. Remember, it's God who is building his church. Yeah. Don't be afraid at all. Don't be afraid. Huh. Don't be afraid. Eh, small church that we came to. You know, my work alone is very tiring. Now, the work, the church too, we think we are coming to relax. Also, church is not a place to relax. So. It's hard work. Hard work. 
So built we the wall. And what? All the walls were joined together, what? together unto half thereof. For the people had what? A mind to work. The people had a mind to work. Do you have a mind to work? Do you have a mind? Emmanuel, do you have the mind to work? What do you do in the church? Nothing for now. <laughs> Nothing for now. Samuel, what do you do in the church? Nothing for now. Okay. Mr. Gabba, what do you do in the church? These are the people who are sitting in the front row. <laughs> so, when somebody comes and sees them, he sees that these are the main men in the church. Okay. Brother Gabba, he's, he's had enough time to think. So, we'll jump him. Okay. Well, I teach the Wednesday, the Wednesday class. So he teaches the Wednesday class. Put your hands together for him. Brother, what do you do? Or what are you planning on doing? <laughs> I do follow up for newcomers. He does follow up. Now ask the person sitting by you, what do you do? <laughs> or what are you planning on doing? He said the people had a mind to work. And a mind to work, when you have a mind to work, like I'm saying, when you have a mind to work, your mind becomes a creative mind. You are constantly seeking something you should do. They will not take any offense. They will not be like Sister Kiki. Have I told you the story of Sister Kiki before? Yeah. The pastor was preaching on tithe. Why non-tithing Christians become poor and tithing Christians become rich? And then when he was preaching and said that, Sister Kiki, do you understand what? He was saying that God he will curse those who don't pay their time. Then say, Sister Kiki, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> As someone, Sister Kiki does not pay tight. <laughs> so Sister Kiki, after church, eh? These young, young pastors who have come, he has gone to look in the tight records. And he has come to disgrace me in front of the whole church that I don't pay tithe. And then even the, the worst thing is I said, I'm cursed. I'm leaving the church. I'm leaving the church. Meanwhile, the pastor was just saying, Sister Kiki, do you understand? If the thing does not concern you, sit in your chair and look straight. If it's about you, this is why the word of God comes. It's supposed to reprove you. It's supposed to chastise you. It's supposed to bring you correction. If you go to a church and the word is not about you, you are in the wrong place. Every time you go to church, the church message is nice. And, uh, you know, Pastor, I like your message. One other uh, 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 brother, every time the pastor preaches, then he comes to the pastor and says, wow, today your message was about you. gave it to them. <laughs> every day. Wow. In fact, Pastor, in fact, I don't know. When I, when I come to church and you preach, I really, I mean, I'm so blessed. Because every day you Give it to them. Then one day, I say one day, when I say one day, you say one day, one day, one day. it rained heavily. And the way he is, he just wanted to prove a point that rain or shine, I show up to church. And when he came to church, he was the only one who showed up in church. He was sitting here. The pastor's pulpit was here. The pastor preached a powerful message. As usual. He came and said, wow. Pastor, this, today's message is like we are preaching to a, a super mega church. It's like thousands and thousands of them. He said, if they had been here, you would have given it to them. It means that he never considered that the word is for him. He said, if they had been here, you would have given it to them. It's like, the message is never, don't be like that member. This message is for you. Because they did not come, the message is not for them. God knows why this message is coming for you. Now, if you tie your face, smile for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What is the third point? Have the mind to work. If we all have the mind to work, God is going to advance this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I saw some nice things that are being done elsewhere, and I think we can implement it for the church of God to grow. Do you believe it? One of the greatest things on the face of this world is copying. 
If you know how to copy, you'll become great. Amen. Yeah, you know how to copy. I'm not saying copying and exams, <laughs> but just copying. If you see something and then you see well, recently when you came, the chair had been changed arrangement. One pastor got a new sanctuary, a place. Then they arranged the church. The church was open into two, just like we do for weddings. As I was looking at the thing, I realized that when it's like that and small people come, the whole place looks nice. Your pictures look nice. So we're here. We're just here. And I said, you know what? Let's try and open the thing. But our congregation and our structure does not allow that. That's why we made it this way, so that it will work. We tried it. It has worked. We keep it for a while. If it doesn't work, tomorrow we can change it. After all, the mind has no use if you cannot change the mind. It's our own church. Can I have an amen? amen? And I want to suggest to us that we get involved in building the church of God. Are you still here? Finally, don't criticize the work of God. Don't criticize the work of God. If you won't sing, keep your mouth shut. If you will not clean, keep your mouth shut. If you will not do anything, keep your mouth shut. It's better shut than say something. If you don't take care and you criticize the work of God, something bad can happen to you. Can I have an amen? amen. If you would not stay away, your opinions are not necessary. If you will not. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. As for the work, and if you are in a department too, and then it, the whole thing is becoming some way for you, leave and go to another one, but don't stay there and be the one that sets things back. Because Bible says, Cursed be he who destroyed that which he built with his own hands. If something that I'm building, I'm also destroying that thing. Bible says, Cursed be he. May that not be our story. Yeah. Finally, let's read one more scripture. And then we'll end the message. We have a baby dedication. Hallelujah. It's powerful. Nehemiah chapter 4 and the verse 1. Nehemiah chapter 4 and the verse 1. But it came to pass that when Sambalat heard that we builded the wall, he was wroth and he took great indignation and mocked the Jews. Next verse. As he spake before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, What do these feeble Jews? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Next verse. So we saw Sambalat earlier. Will they make an end in a day? It's like, are they trying to build a mega church in one day? We know that we are not going to be able to build a mega church in one day. It is a process. Hallelujah. And sometimes we'll fall and then we'll, we'll, we'll rise up. Sometimes your, your pastor's messages will not work. Sometimes the messages will work. Sometimes our songs will not work. Our praise and worship will not work. Then some other times it will work. Sometimes our instrumentalists, they will not agree. And then it will work. We are a work in progress. Hallelujah. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. I don't claim to be the best pastor on the face of the earth. But I think I'm a good one. As long as I preach the word of God. That one I believe. Can I have an amen? amen? Hallelujah. We don't claim to have the best church, but I think we have a good church. Yeah, I think we have a good church. And we have good doctrines, we have good principles that we can obey. Can I have an amen? amen. So he was saying that, you know, all this next verse, give, give us quickly. He says that, will they revive? Okay. Then he said that, now Tobiah, the Ammonite, was by him. So Tobiah was standing by Sambalat. It's like the two they have agreed. Anytime you get to the point, the critical stage of disloyalty, when you become so critical, you just move into political stage. Politics, you gather people around you to fight the same thing. Never involve yourself in people who criticize their work or have a strong opinion and they want to prove that they are right. Never join them because you become an orangutan. You destroy the work of God. So Tobiah and Tobiah was standing about uh, by Tobiah. Uh, Tobiah was standing by Sambalat, and he said, "Even that which they build, 
if a fox goes go up, he what shall break it down. When have you heard that a fox can break down a wall? So this thing that they think they are doing, it will not take long. It's going to die. If God is building his church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. If God is with us, every time when the church gets to a place of crisis, the Lord will do something very little just to encourage us. I have a very good, I have a very good pastor friend, Reverend Henry. We're all saying together, not the Reverend Henry who was here. There's another Reverend Henry who was in that same place. And Friday, as by the grace of God, I was ministering and he was just standing there. After that, he said that, you know what? As he was there, the Lord kept ministering to that the gift is to profit all. The gift is to profit all. The gift is to profit all. He has a, a special grace unction upon his life to pray for people. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Ballarat Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.